Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Wendy. And welcome to the Toasted, Toasted Marshmallow, Marshmallow Adventures, Adventures Podcast. Podcast. Today, we are at the Lounge at the End of the Universe in the Artist Lounge, and we have comedian Matthew Broussard with Woo-hoo! us today. Thank you so much for being Thank here. You. Thank you for having me. We and from it. looking you up, um, I see you're also an actor, right? You have an I, actor, I writer. But don't you have a new movie coming out? Oh, yes. Is that, is that yeah. uh, here today? Here today. I'm yeah, looking forward to seeing that we, one. We that uh, watched the trailer today. I didn't know. the uh, Tiffany only, Haddish. Yeah, Tiffany Haddish, Billy, Billy Crystal. Crystal. Yeah. I play yeah. Colin Jost. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. So uh, um, it's in theaters now. It's in theaters May now. 7th. Yeah. May, May 7th. Yeah. May 7th. Is there any way to stream it or do you have to Not go yet. to theaters? For no, but uh, okay. it, you know, you'll see it somewhere, I think. But, but okay, see cool. it in theaters. Go see it in theaters. Yeah, I haven't support. been to a theater in so long. The box office. Yeah, right. What the heck? I saw the, the dragon movie in theaters. That was the nice. The girl with the dragon tattoo? N- no. No. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, they already rebooted. How to train um, dragon? Closer to that, okay. uh, like uh, something in the Last Dragon. One of those huh. uh, oh. Pixar kind of. Oh, okay. Aquafina plays the dragon. Actually, in a theater though. Saw it in a theater. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice. It's we not have, crowded right now. Yeah. Yeah. We've been, been in a theater so long for a very long we've time. Been to the movie theater. <laughs> you think, do you think it's coming back? You think theaters are coming I back? I don't know if it's. Idaho dead. says it is. But, yeah, uh, but like it culturally, yeah, whatever gets it. Because you think about it, it's like. It was, I think it was an antiquated thing we're all living with. Like, imagine explaining to the next generation, be like, "Yeah, you had to go see it on time, next yeah. to people you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Food was overpriced, and if you missed something, you had to just that's just sit true. through it. If you had to pee, you couldn't pause it. Yeah, it was that's terrible. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I know. I it's do like love the big screen thing. Yeah, that's a thing. it's a little. Too and and the yeah, fact that you can't rewind it makes you it forces you to be present, yes. which is probably yeah. better for your, yeah. your our, our horrible attention spans. But are you talking flying versus Zoom? Zoom. Well, you said it's like flying, so like it's like, now yeah, it's like can, being on a plane. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can zoom every. I, I feel like that changed things too. We can zoom everything yeah. now. Like, do we have to leave our house? Mm, <laughs> I just don't want Zoom to. That's my fear. Is I did all the corporate thing. Zoom shows during during COVID, did and you? they're still asking me to do them. So I was like, "Can you do a Zoom show in June?" Like, no, no, we, I'm not giving you the right. Why? Would I don't I want to give you an at home version. Yeah. No. yeah. So I'm you would just force see, you to come out. That's the point. You see people on the screen, and yeah, it could honestly go pretty well and that was the frustrating part yeah <laughs> like, oh, no, this is and a financial <laughs> feasible alternative you still get the check right it, it was decent money because a lot of yeah. co- a lot of uh, corporate shows they that's just have a heard. budget and that's what i learned about it it's like there's three layers with any budgeting office and they're like here's three thousand dollars you just need to spend we don't care just show us a receipt not that i would get all that but like but they still. just need to spend money for a little hour thing on a friday wow just to, you know yeah. it's it's a it's a morale issue and they can't exactly measure morale so just just 
take a wad of money, put a rubber band around it, and throw it against the problem, and you know, okay, hope maybe that's let it fix it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it, those corporate shows, the magicians and jugglers make so much money on that kind of stuff, and yeah, yeah it's a great way to just uh, compromise your art for uh, for a cozy living. So, yeah. are you focusing on stand up, or uh, yes. <clears throat> you're doing the whole shebang? I guess I love stand up very much. Yeah. Oh. And acting, I audition as much as they let okay. me. Yeah, um, but that's I don't have a background your, in it. That's not your focus. It wasn't my first thing. I, I love it very much. It's, just, it's not as instantly rewarding. And okay. uh, I've, I've taken and acting classes. It takes classes forever, and all right? Acting to, to produce or to make a a, a movie. Aren't yeah, you just, there's it takes so a lot of downtime. people and a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't very there expensive. a lot of waiting call times yeah. in your around. trailer? Yeah, but you're sitting there and you're like, well, if we go over time, that's 75 an hour. So, oh, don't mind sitting this. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. yeah, over time, you're like, oh, no, we have to wait. Oh, no, I have to reset oh, the cameras. Oh, battery's out. Yeah. Did you start in L.A.? I started in Houston. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then moved to New moved York? Moved to L.A. Oh, moved and to L.A. moved to New York, yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And so. did you move to L.A. for comedy? Yes. Okay. Yes. And then the same thing for New Too York. Too early. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, New York, my girlfriend got a job there. So oh. and I, I always wanted to go to New York. Yeah. I was just too lazy. L.A. is so cozy and comfortable. You never leave. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You just go on hikes and drink smoothies. And they yeah. like, oh, no, four years passed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so were you performing a lot in L.A. when you were there? Uh, as much as I could, which yeah. isn't that much. It's more competitive. It's yeah. more competitive than New it's York. It's a good stage. Yes. Really? Yeah, because okay. there's less crowds. New York, has, New York has a lot of venues. There's a lot of comics, but a lot of venues, a lot of oh, okay. people okay. People go out. People go out in New yeah. York City to shows. Versus yeah. L.A. L.A., they all want to, they all want to, yeah, like, they I'm see you on stage, they're like, I want to be, I want to be that. I want to, you know, yeah. everyone's an actor, everyone's, at least in Hollywood. So yeah. where was your favorite spot in L.A.? Um, comedy, comedy and store? Magic Club. Oh, I never okay. did a comedy store. I mean, I would do spots, there, but I wasn't past there. Comedy and Magic Club's just, it's it's maybe the best run club really. oh, okay. in the country. Yeah, they just mm-hmm. they really treat comics well. Yeah, you got passed and yeah, I got in within a year or two of getting there. Someone recommended me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a rumor that if you can if you can do clean, they like it more. So I do. I could. I'm not you, the cleanest guy, but <laughs> right. I, can, I can I can switch just clean. It. Mean no swearing, no gross anything. You there's such a sliding scale of clean. It's okay. honestly yeah. the truth is if they like you, you get away with more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you use big words, you can. They seem to cancel out four-letter words. Every SAT <laughs> word you use, you get one f-bomb. It's a weird. It's a weird calculus. Nice. I can see the resemblance too to Colin Jost. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I swear that's why I got it. It, it. it wasn't until after the movie wrapped that I saw a picture of him. I was like, oh, that's why they can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Thanks, Colin. Yeah. Right. Uh, we were checking you out on some roast battles. Oh yes. Earlier today that was too. Fun. How do you like doing those? It's fun. It's fun writing jokes. Uh, it's just it's just a fun joke writing so exercise, and it's very you, exciting to perform. And when you go in, you know who you're going against, mm-hmm. so yeah. you can like set stuff up. There's a surprising amount of preparation that goes into. Well, I would. It imagine. used to be it used to take me like eight hours to write four jokes. Now I can do it in probably four hours. But wow. I need I need a good four or five hours to really go over everything I want to do and research the person and yeah, yeah. So, so and like yeah. try and nail them. Get the word get the words perfect. Get it in the right order. Prepare rebuttals, and then hope things happen in the moment. But just just 
playing your best and then it's so there's so much more you know looseness and stand up if you mess up something you can turn that into a joke was a roast battle you gotta get if you, if you, you gotta there's, there's a, like, boom, boom, yeah, yeah, there's a video of me losing to Frank Castillo I missed one word and we saw that just, I did. it all yeah. fell apart yes. Yes. Yep, 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 yeah yep. you had armor to reset yeah. yeah and then oh, it yeah I was like dang yeah. <laughs> he's so close yeah <laughs> it's so awesome one, one sentence, yeah. yeah it's it's awesome how it's just boom 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 mm-hmm. yeah we're basically we're big fans of comedy and we love you know watching the craft and kind of different comedians and the styles and everything like that so but I like the roast battles because you know it's kind of like almost like you're talking shit to your friends a little yeah. bit you know it's like so, this what's it called the uh, slam dunk what's the thing they do in the NBA the what? dunk contest. The dunk contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. that where it's yeah. like, oh, I don't have to build all the little things around stand up. There's so much you have to do in stand up in terms of like setting your setting up your jokes and your act and your persona. Where it's just like it's and like a game of horse. Like, yeah, one joke at a time. It's just pure joke writing. I like yeah. that. Are you guys friends afterwards? Usually, it's cool. Yeah, I can't okay. say I've, I've made enemies with anyone I've roast battled. Oh, no. nice. Yeah, usually, because nice. it does, if you actually hate the person, then the battle doesn't go that well. Yeah. If there's actually animosity between them, it's it's not as fun to watch. Right. Yeah, where it's, what's, what's fun is when someone's insulting another person and, and they're enjoying it too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what you've been compared to like like serial killers, like rapists. Yeah, date rape. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was gay. Like, always I gay. Actually, it's always weird when they do gay and like oh, a date rapist in one. Yeah, I didn't I'm like, see just that. pick one, man. Pick I one. can't be both. <laughs> I can be a gay date rapist, but that's not what they're talking about, you know. No. <laughs> I can see you like as Dexter ish. Yeah. yeah. American Psycho. Yep. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. funny how they break people down, and you're like, oh yeah. As a uh, just a viewer, you, like, oh, I kind of see that. It's weird. <laughs> like, and I wouldn't have seen it like if I racist. saw just your screenshot. Oh, you, you know racist, what? I mean? huh? Oh yeah. Really? Uh, oh yeah. What's his name? John Horton had a really good one about like uh, looking like one of the tiki torch guys. Oh, God. <laughs> The, the khaki pants oh. protesters. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so you've been everywhere. Jimmy Fallon, Comedy Central. Uh, what is that like? How? I mean, we have no experience. So just share with, like, how, scary, fun. First one I did was Comedy Central. I was really young when I did that. It mm-hmm. was really exciting, and I was very happy with it. It's... Uh, you spend a lot of time preparing, and then when you get up there, there is uh, you have to perform slightly differently for television. Like you want it to be loose and fun because if you're yeah. if you're really having fun and living in that it moment, you, it, you can you can always see that in a performer. It yeah. always looks good, but then you don't want to be wasting words. Like right. the, the most recent performance I had. Um, like televised was with Comedy Central and it was like uh, just felt really good but I could feel the words falling in place on the subtitles below my face so, that right. was a, so just being conscious of the final product yeah. which, is, which is kind of hard to balance that while trying to be present and, and engaged with the audience mm-hmm. and you, yeah. you typically have a really strict set that, that you're so it, hoping to stick to are you the line are the lines like going through your head like you know um usually by the time you tape something you know it so well that you don't it, it comes to. out like like humming along or mumbling along to a song like okay. that's usually by the, the material you you've done you don't have to think too consciously yeah. about what what's the next joke uh it's it's strange because when you when you're doing it you're being conscious of the cameras the lighting that's the stuff that's okay. actually kind of going through your head which is bad as a performer you should actually just be Present and in the uh, in the material you're doing, but you're like, oh, but if, if I stand farther back, the light <laughs> maybe is I, better. Yeah, <laughs> keep your chin up, which, which, hide your double chin. Yeah, right. Now, when you're so when you're 
getting ready for the special, you're obviously performing those jokes a lot mm-hmm. to kind of hone them. Do your jokes ever get old to you? Oh, very much. Yeah. I had that with Conan. Where the set, I was running the set for Conan in 2016, and like I was three days out, and I was running it everywhere I could, and I suddenly was just like, is this material all bad? Is this a horrible set? <laughs> do I and hate I, this? Yeah, do I hate it? Is this the wrong <laughs> set? You, you have that, like, there's always a moment just before you go up where you're like, did I pick the wrong five minutes? God. Did I pick yeah. the wrong material? Oh, so no. Should I completely reorder it? <laughs> no. I, I, I completely switched my opening joke on... Um, my Fallon said, oh, but three days out from Conan, I just stopped doing that material. I just said, I don't want to say these words Anymore. until I get on stage. I obviously know how they go. I've been yeah. doing them for years. And I just went every other show I did. I uh, did different material. Oh, so wow. that three days later, when I actually did those jokes on Conan, they felt Three, fresher. Three oh, days nice. is a, three days it's is actually a long pretty time. long time to stay yeah. away from material you really love or you're really used to doing. Wow. Yeah. So what? Uh, how? Why did you decide to come to Idaho to the comedy festival? Um, uh, I love stand up New York, the club that put this on. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to perform in every state, and mm-hmm. this is my forty third or forty fourth state. So I was, oh, I, nice. yeah, I wanted to perform in Idaho, and I hadn't seen any other opportunities to do so. Yeah. So excited to get here, and then my girlfriend's also in the festival, so that was very easy. Who's your girlfriend? Laura Sogar. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, Sogar. and she um, she uh, was booked on it as well, and that's just easier for me. That it's like a date weekend. Oh, that's too. awesome! Yeah. Rather yeah. than yeah, rather yeah. than coming back, yeah, and owing her, you know, owing her time for being out of town all weekend, we get yeah. to do it together. Yes, and, you know, I'm here, babe. Multitasking. Yeah. <laughs> so have you been enjoying your time here? I have. Really yeah. pretty city, really cool city. Yeah. Um, haven't gotten to hike, which bums me out. But just yeah, there's a lot of hiking. Very impressed. Very, uh, very liberal city. <laughs> yes, I the mean, this city. Is like a yes, the city. I would say the oasis. city. You know, go three miles outskirts. in any direction. I'm sure it changes. Not so much. Yeah, yeah. country. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But really pretty. The people are very nice. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, really, yeah. really. Oh, I'm glad it. to hear that. I want to come visit when the weather's a little, little warmer. Oh, last week. Those hills. Those hills in the distance. Just, yes. They, yeah. they call to like me. Eighty degree weather last There's week. Trails all the way through yeah. those mm-hmm. hills. You can actually go up to the ski resort, Bogus Basin, and mountain bike down to town. Or, yeah. Yeah. So culturally, do you feel more uh, akin to like uh, a a Montana, Wyoming, Dakotas type vibe, or, or you have some camaraderie with like Oregon, Washington State. Yes, kind I would of say both. Both, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I mean, we have the Pacifica. I think is what they call that region. Pacifica, Pacifica is yeah. Oregon, Washington, yeah. California. So I think we're kind of a mix of all I of think that. So. You know, we yeah. have. You know, our mountain people, we have the liberals, we have the more conservatives. We have yeah. farmers. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a crazy mix. And then Boise is kind of almost like what Portland is to Oregon or Austin mm-hmm. is to Texas. It's kind of just this yes. liberal cool in the middle. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. it's a cool little place. Call it? A, a leaf of kale and a trough full of barbecue sauce. Yes, yes. yes. Awesome. Yeah, because we'll get the farmers that are going 50 with their big truck on the freeway and then... Yeah. You got lime scooters. That's, that's oh, new know. age. I was yeah. very shocked to see I that. Take one? Oh, yes. Yes. It's it's just... It's, a, it's such a... It's so cheap and it's such a great way to see a city Yeah, because yeah. I like biking around New York and yeah. Lime is just, ah, oh, it's great. I'll probably die on one of them. Because <laughs> you're going 19 miles an hour down a hill, no helmet. You're like, yeah, yeah. And there's just three gotcha. inches between me and the ground, right? Yeah. Right, now, do you have those in New York City? No, no scooters. Oh, They've they regulated, have. yeah, but we have city bikes, so that, that oh, covers I that. I saw that, yeah. Love city bike. Love yeah. it. Started that's where you just go up and you can... Just grab a bike off a corner and that's then move That's so it. awesome. Yeah, it's like yeah. 170 for the year. Wow. And you can score points oh, and, really? and earn free months. So I've, I have... 
not been paying for it so because I've been scoring How do points. you score points? They have high density docks and low density docks oh, and they see. tell you the points so if it's if, if a bike, bike station is full there'll be pickup points and if you pick up from a bike station and you move it to a place with drop-off points, which means an empty rack, you'll get the pickup points plus the drop-off points. Oh. But you have to, if you if you drop it off at a place with pickup points or pick it up at a place with drop-off points, <laughs> it's you'll you won't get any points. But I'll do it as a I'll just strategize my route around yeah. picking up a bike at a high station and dropping off at low, and you get like a free water bottle. Wow! Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> I used to play Pokemon Go, but now that's my uh, ah, my that's video game. Thing. That's yeah. your video game now. It's free rides, my, free bike rides, my MMO. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Should uh, we get to number six? I was just looking at number six. Number six just says Volva, Volva, Volva. <laughs> I think you missed four of them. Oh, there were seven. seven. There were seven. Volva, Volva, Volva. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about vulvas. <laughs> it's it's a word that needs to be destigmatized. It's 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 a word that's <clears throat> not used that has a negative connotation, and even though it's the proper use, and people say vagina when they mean vulva, and I think that's that's irksome. <laughs> so was that true? Your family taught yeah. you how to well, speak about was, the If you were talking body. about, yeah, if you're talking about bodily functions, there was no curse. My mom didn't like the F word or, mm-hmm. or uh, the, you know, yeah, she didn't like the, the F word. All the other words for. She didn't mind S that much, but F, she found coarse and uncreative and any talking about sex, if it was done with graphic language, that that is stigmatized it. You I mean don't don't make it dirty. It doesn't have to be dirty. There's nothing Could bad just, about sex. If thing. you can talk about yeah. it more clinically, there's something wrong with that. So my goal with that whole set was um I think I read somewhere that the guidelines for language also fell along that. You can't say swear words for, for, for genitals, but if you actually use the proper names, there's nothing they can uh, do to censor that. Nothing. So it was a fun set to yeah. try to push that edge of it. What's okay. what's the PG-13 clinical yeah. AP bio kind of language? Yeah. yeah. What I think's funny is I don't think a lot of people actually know those words. No. You know what I mean? I mean, no, they, know, just, yeah. they know. Yeah. Yeah, they know all the slang. Yes. So that's what was so funny about that. It's like vulva, vulva, vulva. Yeah. <laughs> it's like and, you and know. The, uh, yeah. In the heat of the moment, I was like, oh, I'm saying this on TV. I could probably break the record. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, I was like, I usually say the rhythm is vulva, vulva, vulva. I think I say it four times normally, but in that, I was like, go for the record. Exactly. Go for the record. Yeah. Just go for it. And I, I got not get another three in my mind because I was just having a lot of fun and. Uh, <laughs> Like seven's really funny, and they can't yeah. bleep it. So. No, nope. yeah. I think the one rule is you can't talk about insertion. They said if you can't talk about describe oh. the actual. Thing. Oh, is that right? Uh-huh. It's a thing. You can't say. Is this a clean podcast? No, no, it's not. You can't say a penis going into a vagina. You can't they say would that. bleep that, but you can say there was a penis and a vagina, and you yeah. can say and the, yeah. wow, there he is, huh? Or euphemism or metaphor. That was a fun. The, the whole goal of that set was to skirt all of the yes. guidelines around sexual language by by using uh, the real stuff. The, yeah, by yeah. using whatever. Could. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That was fun. How long have you been a comedian for? Next month, 10 years. 10 Dang. years. And what made you get started? Just a flyer at an open mic. Oh, really? A little flyer at a bar for an open mic. And thought, you hadn't thought, thought of it, really it cool. before that? No, I'd never considered it. Were you an plays. Act, no. actor prior? No. Oh, okay. I was like, I studied computational math. Which ah. is, <laughs> that's far from acting. <laughs> the most wow. uh, emotion-free. So comedy major. started it. Your acting career? Yeah, I started, I started acting after comedy. Oh, okay. A bit after. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'd never, never considered it. My family made it pretty, 
cut and dry that that, that wasn't a thing. The technical skill or the tech we, we we valued math and science as a family. It was it was kind of drilled into me. Uh, uh, you know, work hard in those classes. It was it was the stuff that came easily to me and was and was fun to me. And they they would say explicitly of like the only thing you were ever going to make a career out of is your math skills. That's it. There's no mm-hmm. other option. You're not going to be a, an athlete. You're not going to succeed off your looks. It's it's if you're from this family, that's how you're going to. That's do how it. we do it. Yeah. Are they fine with you? Are no. They good? Oh. <laughs> still, they're not supportive. Dad, dad, my dad passed away, but he was starting oh, to get it, and then my mom still hates it. So, oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. She hates everything. She's a miserable person. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> um, so you saw this flyer, and you were just like, "Hey, I can do that," or I'm giving it a yeah. shot. Yeah. It was there was a kind of a series of events that kind of gave me the idea. I was 23 and had a pretty lame job didn't pay well wasn't a ton of hours but it did it, it just got me by yeah and uh just when the idea snuck into my head that stand-up comedy was a thing that anyone can do at mm. any age with no background and forever forever that's cool yeah. that it was just like oh i it's not too late for this it's right. obviously i've never picked up a guitar i'm not gonna become a musician right. it would take too long i'm not gonna yeah. be an actor because I, I didn't go to school for it mm. but comedy you were like oh the, the only people most people start after the age of 22 by yep. just going to a bar every week and uh, when like i realized i can do that i was like oh there's still there's still an escape route from this this path that i yeah. was uh forced onto and that was very motivating knowing that i could break away from from what i had planned of my life and, and, and so that led it. into acting acting yeah what I, yeah i got i was doing stand up and i signed with an agent and when you sign with an agent they expect you to audition as well oh, okay. they don't really it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's pretty rare to be a comedian who isn't at least trying to act. Right, right. Even yeah. Doug Stanhope was on Louie, so. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> that says a lot. Even Brian Regan was in top five, so. We all, with every, every comedian, no matter how much they pretend they don't want to, acting's a sweet gig. Yeah. yeah. The but paychecks so are good. so competitive, yeah. yeah. And it draws an audience. That's the thing of, like, comedy, I would never have made it as an actor, but comedy, when you're a stand-up, the casting directors might know you're stand-up, and they might put you, it increases your chances to be in a project even though there's much more talented people auditioning right. and uh, and then that draws people to your stand up and it's right. just a wonderful feedback back yes loop. so how was it working with Billy Crystal was that amazing amazing so he he took an interest in and uh, so we could talk about stand up which was exciting because yeah. he still loves talking about stand up I yeah. think he still has uh, a big place in his heart for it. Uh, he also understood that I was a rookie actor. So if you watch the movie, there's all these other cast members for because it's like it's an SNL type thing, and mm. the actors are like Alex Brightman and Sarah Styles, and and they're these are that's that's respectively Beetlejuice on Beetlejuice oh. and Tootsie on Tootsie. Oh. Those two actors are Broadway legends, yeah. and I'm yeah. sitting there just being like, I've taken seven acting classes, <laughs> oh, so this I'm is very intimidating. 
and he made me feel, I think he sensed that and made sure I didn't feel out of place because if you feel like a bad actor, you're going to be a bad actor. Oh. <laughs> um, and he was very encouraging and uh, an, an incredibly high-functioning individual that he wow. was acting and directing this at the same time. A uh, very good actor. I really enjoyed watching him in the film mm -hmm. um, when I got to see it. He's, yeah. His, his dramatic range is as impressive as his comedic range wow. and just a sweetheart and mm -hmm. everything you'd hope he'd be. And Tiffany Haddish? Uh, I've, I've worked with her before. We didn't oh. overlap very much in the set, but oh. she's just a, a powerhouse, comedic powerhouse. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was cool. She's one. blowing up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she is. I remember her at some pretty crappy shows we yeah. in LA. Yeah. You're like, boom, yeah. Yeah, really. Midnight spots at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we've been there. Yeah, we've been to the Laugh Factory, Comedy Store. Yes. Yeah. It was fun. Future What's your favorite? Of the two? Of the LA. Oh, well, Comedy Store. New York. Those are only two we've been to. Yeah. We haven't been to any in New York. We went we to wanted... New York and did not hit up Comedy, which yeah, is so we were kind stupid. Of there. I know. Yeah, we're like ridiculous. kicking ourselves. We're gonna yeah. to come yeah. back. Go to yes. go to a club show and then also go to an alt show just to see. Okay, cool. And we can, I can I can send you some really good ones. Oh, They're yeah. great. It's younger comics can be newer stuff. Still great comedy, but just a different of course. feel. Yeah. yeah, and always cheaper. And we love that. Yeah. Yeah. We love all the difference. And yeah. yeah, I would love to go to Caroline's, Gotham, and anywhere else. Mm -hmm. I've just Cellar, heard about yeah. those. The Cellar, yeah. Cellar, Santa yeah. New York. Yes. yes. New York Comedy yeah. Club, the stands. There's so many places. Great. They're all great. Yeah. We were just basically intimidated by almost everything in New York. Coming from here, it's like, oh, my God, where do we even start? You mm -hmm. know, it's just massive and cool and yeah. transportation and holy crap, people, you know? People it's, people seem mean, but if you actually stop a New Yorker to ask They're for decent? directions, they'll give you the best directions. Okay. Mm, it's just not that people are angry at you. It's just they don't have time to consider Well, they're you. doing something. They're on their yeah. way, so they're late. Exactly. And, we're but, docking, and they're like, I got to yeah. go to something. Yeah. Yeah, that was my feel, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they um, but also stay to the right on the sidewalk. If you're not a New Yorker okay. visiting New York, stay on. The don't right. just stop while you're walking okay. on the sidewalk. It's yeah. a highway. Yeah, that's what it felt yeah. like. You just stay to the right, okay. and if you have to stop, scoot over all the way and check who's behind you. Okay. People, they're pissy. You don't realize how different of walking speeds humans have. Oh no, yeah. we got. It's that. like a bicycle and a Ferrari on the same lane. I know. Yeah. Now when I walk fast around here, she you refers to it as my New York walk. I do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We were uh, the first day we went to New York. We were actually staying in Philadelphia, and we took the Bolt bus there. And we had a shit show of a time getting back because I booked a Greyhound bus ticket back mm -hmm. to Philadelphia. Yeah. They were all late that day. I mean, by hours and hours. And so we got on our phones and booked uh, Amtrak yeah. back to Philadelphia. We, had to be, we were body we had, combat instructors, so we had a thing going in. Yeah, at the time, Philadelphia. We were in yeah, way yeah. better shape. <laughs> so. Yeah. But yeah, that was an ama amazing city. I'd love yeah, to go back so as soon to... as it's open and safe. And how do you feel there? Is it things are opening? In New York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's open. Okay. Um, oh, good. Still more cautious. I don't know what the indoor mask mandate is right now. It's still. It's also social enforcement in New York, where it's not necessarily rules, oh, but that's what the looks. Heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, not as bad as California, say, but yeah. People say things or just look at you. A little like bit. You're doing. They won't say much, but yeah. yeah. But they, they, I mean, I haven't been around as much since it's reopened. But it feels like uh, masks are coming off outside at least. Oh, okay. And businesses are opening. I think uh, full capacity starts very soon. Oh, which nice. Is very oh, exciting. Did you do awesome. any outdoor shows? Lots of them. Oh, yeah, lots of park shows and rooftop Ooh. shows. And those you, were, what do you think? It's really fun because the people who were there, there really were, wanted. 
to be We're there. super grateful. Yeah. Like, thank yeah. God you're here. They weren't we nitpicking. Like, that moment was kind of insensitive. No, no, they were just like, just, just talk. Just talk. <laughs> we have it here. Whatever you want to try to do. Yeah. Respect the whole process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it a good time to try out new material? Oh, yeah. 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 It kind of forced me to write because it's your, your good stuff isn't going to work that well anyway. So why do your yeah. best and fail when you can just do mediocre? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe and see get a new got. idea. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. So how do you like Boise? I mean, what's your favorite part? I, it's you, been between the Ramada and the Bikes and Beans coffee shop, but the <laughs> Bikes and Beans coffee shop, very good coffee. Really? I haven't I'm tried I'm very that impressed. Yet. Yes. Oh, as good as any New York place I've been to. Wow. Oh, dang. Yeah. And then downtown's cute. Oh. Um, yeah. Did you have you eaten at any of the restaurants down there? No. <laughs> You're doing just the burrito truck had, out front. Uh, <laughs> what did, I, did I buy a sandwich? No, I didn't even buy a sandwich. No. Yeah, just doing the... No. Yeah, the Shell gas station next to the Ramada has some really great uh, bargain bin protein bars. Yeah, Nice. (laughs) That's what you live on? It's what I've been subsisting (laughs) off of for two days, yeah. By choice. By choice. All right. Anything you recommend? Um, Downtown. I mean, I like... Paddles up poke. They have you know, poke oh, bowls. Good. Yeah, okay. that's on Ninth Street downtown. If you like poke, it's delicious. Um, I missed out on some good thrifting. My, thrifting. my girl said oh. she went to thrift stores and they would. Um, ah. um, it was not as picked over. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, because you got to. Won't be the best. You can't go to a cool city for good thrifting because the people know. Oh, they up. know. Because yeah. it's, it's the best thrift items were worn sincerely by the original owner and then ironically by the yeah, next right, one. Right, right, right. Like, someone actually loved horses enough to buy this sweater <laughs> with pictures of different breeds of horses labeled on the front and yeah. now when you buy it, it's cheeky. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the best thrift yeah. buy. Yeah. Like, well, someone actually loved this and meant this and when I wear it, it's like an homage to that that rural mom. So your girl is with you and she's thrifting? She went thrifting yesterday, yeah. Bought, awesome. She bought like a weird... Little, little Red Riding Hood. Oh, it was Little Red Riding Hood holding a gun. Oh, great. Yes. <laughs> nice. I guess my favorite used place, though, is Boise Gear Collective. Oh, if yeah. You, uh, if you like outdoor gear. If you like, like, REI, mm-hmm. it's all that kind of used it's cool gear and clothing. And it's great. I just joined the co-op oh, from REI because awesome. it was $20. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was $20 to join for life and then... Save me $20 on my next purchase. Yeah, exactly. We love yep. our, yeah. We are members. Yeah. I also yes. like that they're politically minded. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. Good, too. good Yeah, so if you want to bu- find a bunch of used clothing, that stuff yeah, that's at Aria, go to Boise Gear Collective. <laughs> it's wild how expensive camping is. It's so oh, interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah. Want to get away from materialism of the wor- real yeah. world? Buy all the good Spend $10,000 on a backpack <laughs> exactly. and boots and a tent. You can exactly. easily do like, that at Aria. Yeah. Too. It's like I need a corporate job just to afford the outdoors. <laughs> yeah. What is this? <laughs> no. Well, to do it right. To do it right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I did Knowles. And, um, do you know what Knowles is? I saw a sticker for Knowles no. today. Knowles. Moondance, Outward Bound. Outward I did a, Bound a month of camping as a, when I was 15. My parents sent me on it. There was a group of 12 teenagers. Were you a bad child? No. Oh. No, they just didn't want to send me to Israel that summer. So <laughs> Jews, we would we, we do. Oh, you're Jewish? Yes. Oh, okay. Are you? No. 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 Uh, I'm the only Jew in this state, I'm guessing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was summer camp. I went to summer camp, and then the summer we uh, were all 16. You could go to Israel instead of going to camp. And my parents were like, you're too young to appreciate that. Go to Wyoming oh for a month, and I camp for a month. I still love it. It's still, okay. like, it taught me how to pack. I still, I still really uh, value 
efficient packing. Okay, it's nice. one of my yeah. one of the best feelings to pack the most roll? minimal amount. I bring uh, a lot of merch for for shows, but if I've learned that, so I'll bring a carry on or I'll bring a roller bag of just t-shirts I'm trying oh, to nice. sell. Mm-hmm. But in my backpack, I just throw four pairs of underwear, and I've been wearing the same shirt all weekend. If you haven't noticed, it's the I wear this shirt. I brought four of these, oh, so I perfect. can change these. Oh, nice. This doesn't get dirty because it's on the outside. Yeah, as long then, as you don't spill, you're yes. good. Yeah, yeah. Or, you then, could or wear, I could go thrifting and buy something. Uh, red Riding Hood. Out. Yeah. 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 That'd be That'll great. be later tonight. But yeah. efficient packing <laughs> is such a, it's such a good feeling to use everything you packed. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to bring more than I need. Always, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I do love just packing in my, actually, it's over here, that backpack there mm. when we go on trips. You yeah, know? that's his, that yellow and black oh, one. It's right yeah. there, yeah. Oh, that's the best feeling. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll just get it all in there, yeah. yeah. So do you do a lot of traveling for comedy? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so but you've I'm got- gone like a... One or two weekends a month at least, and then mm-hmm. yeah, just just move it around. I like it. I like it a lot. Really? Mm-hmm. And are you performing multiple nights a week in New York? I'm performing every night. I take Mondays every off sometimes, night. but oh, yeah, I average wow. probably like ten to fifteen spots a week. Oh so wow! Jeez, I just like wow. to go. I'm a lazy writer, so I need to be on stage a lot if I want to turn over material. Oh, wow! Okay, gotcha. I need to be performing enough to get bored with my material, and that's the only way I write new stuff. Now, did you write before you started doing stand up no. at all? Okay, so you just learned how to write. Yeah. Okay. I, that's the thing with stand-up is like you can sitting and writing for hours isn't as valuable as just taking an idea, tossing it on stage, and just seeing where the weak points are. Mm-hmm. It's uh, so. Is that where people say when they're writing on stage or like? You'll take an idea. That's expanding on an idea on stage. Okay. I'll say the premise and then see where it goes because the yeah. adrenaline of performing often can spur a creativity that you just don't have with At a pen and paper. Or, yeah. yeah. yeah I, a lot of writing is just organizing the ideas I already have. Mm-hmm. So I'll look through and be like, what was I working on? What did I forget to continue? So just just keeping your ideas and just remembering to write. Just You always have that. That's very fun. What a funny idea. I'm definitely going to remember that one. Mm-hmm. And you don't write it. <laughs> right. Forever, it's, yeah. it's gone. Yeah. So do you do little scraps of paper? Is that I have a Word document with all of my, uh, or a Google Drive document with all of my working material, and then one I just call bad ideas. <laughs> remind myself that it doesn't have to be good. Right. Mm. If, you, if, you, if, be... if there should be no filtration, just be like, let it be shitty. Yeah, just let it be shitty. Um, and maybe it becomes something eventually. And just typing it out. Just type it out. Get all the hack yeah. stuff out. You know, just get the bad stuff out so the good stuff comes after. Um and uh, write little ideas I have them and then and friends are good to bounce ideas off of but you gotta be considerate because if you just throw raw ideas at them that's just putting the labor on them right. you know I'd be like is this kind of funny they're like yeah but sculpt it a little bit before yeah. you come to me because <laughs> right. if you show me the in between yeah. product I'll never appreciate the final one are you yeah. friends with a lot of comics or yeah I would say most of my friends yeah. oh nice but then luckily through Laura we have our, like our, our yuppie friends yeah <laughs> normal people yeah. they're not normal people by any means <laughs> but they're not Canadians <laughs> yeah. they all swam for Stanford, which is just... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Do you feel like comedians are a different group? Like mm-hmm. breed? Yeah, breed Yeah, because they take conversations as a competition. Okay. And they're a remarkably serious group of people. The yeah. least fun to talk to. Really? They always want to talk about the... They always... It feels like conversations start out with the most inappropriate or, <laughs> or charged subject matter. Are they trying to bait you? Or? No, it's just where we start. It's okay. just we're considering the boundaries of, of uh, conventional 
dialogue of uh, like we, the we, bullshit we, of yeah people just come like, from a corporate work environment and they want to hear you say raunchy things mm-hmm. and 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 um, offensive things and and politically incorrect things right. so we're so rewarded for for speaking like that that it's it's where we start oh okay and I have <laughs> when I hang out with my non comedy friends they're much funnier because they're not trying to be edgy or yeah. or contrarian they're just silly and fun yeah, yeah. and honestly I, I laugh a lot more with them than oh, with my dang. comedy friends yeah wow. now, do you have um, comedy friends that actually aren't funny in real life they're just great writers oh okay. <laughs> I would I would count myself in that group oh, yeah okay. yeah I think that's pretty common Really? Okay. There's some very funny people who do stand-up, but I don't think it's a requirement. Yeah. Yeah. To just be, like, jokey all the time. Yeah, or yeah, silly. Like, That's yeah. improvisers and even actors, but I don't think com- comedians aren't all, at least in, in the current age of comedy, where mm-hmm. writing drives a lot more. You look back at the 80s, you know, the Jim Carrey, Robin Williams yes. type. Yes. That was... Mm-hmm. Non-stop and Non-stop, fun, fun. Yeah, yeah, exhausting. Yeah. It looked exhausting. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So what do you have... They were com- bad comedians. <laughs> 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 what do you have coming up after the Idaho Comedy Fest? What do I have coming up? If you happen to be going to Olympic Trials for swimming in Omaha, Laura and I will be doing shows around there. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, I'll be in, uh, going to Colorado with my brother, going to Miami for fun as well this summer. Uh, Are you going to uh, Texas? No, <laughs> oh, probably, but yeah, probably on a, a last minute notice. And um, yeah. What do you um, think about DC how Texas August. is blowing up? Is that a thing? So as a Does anybody care? It's interesting. It's fascinating. It? I went to Austin and got to see it firsthand. And um, is it crazy? The, it's crazy. Yeah. It just it was slowly like shifting that way. Yeah. It's a tourist town on par with Vegas or New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it's it's the life cycle of I guess I guess gentrification is the word, but you see an area like that that's not as expensive, and then gay people move in, and the gay people. This is by the way I forgot who told me this, but this is a stunning observation. Gay people move in because they don't as often have children, so they don't have to worry about the school district. They oh, can just yeah. move to an affordable place, mm-hmm. uh, and and don't have to worry about yeah. th- that kind of thing. And then the gay people it obviously was a poor neighborhood before, which likely has more diversity. Uh, and then the gay people move. In and the artists move in and then the hipsters oh, and yeah. then the yuppies take over because mm-hmm. the yuppies don't have taste so they want to be around people with taste so they feel like they have taste <laughs> right? and then they raise the property value and then all the artists have to find a new place and I think yeah. Austin's at the very end of that cycle it's a, oh. just like San Francisco exactly what happened in San Francisco mm-hmm. where it's like no one no one with any real artistic leanings is, is there because yeah. they can't afford it right yeah. um, right so and what do you think about Rogan moving in and starting a comedy club? Would you go? Cool. I've I've done the Vulcan, which Rogan oh, cool. it, performs at a lot right yeah. now. I did a show with him. Uh, it's awesome. It's, it's creating opportunities for yeah. comedians. It's um, it, it it balanced out that city in a way. I feel it okay. needed that that city was very much run by alt comics who okay. who have their own skills and own flaws. And I like when there's a club alt contention to challenge each other mm-hmm. and it call out each other's weaknesses. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do really, really root for Houston though in this process because okay. that's where I started. I think mm-hmm. it's the third, fourth biggest city in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, incredibly diverse. One of the most diverse cities in the country. One of the most educated cities in the country. You have the world's largest medical district. You have NASA. You have the hub of petrochemical engineering for the, the nation. So you, it's, it was... I, I loved performing to such 
smart, knowledgeable mm-hmm. crowds, but also yeah. people with real world experience. Right. Um, and I, I think a lot of the spillover from Austin is going to be into Houston, oh. to San Antonio and Dallas. And I, I, I think we'll see a lot of good comedians and other types of artists coming out of those mm-hmm. cities as well. You feel like it's going to be the new L.A. for comedians? It'll never get to that level mm. because you don't have the film capability. Yeah, that's true, yeah. But it will It will um, globalize comedy in a way that it's it's long needed because mm-hmm. it was always L.A. or New York. And yeah. I think in terms of what's competing with L.A., Atlanta is the next oh, thing is because it? Really? They, they re-upped their, uh, their tax incentives mm. uh, and now have the best tax incentives for film. And have uh, slowly built up the infrastructure, the studios, so people can go there, make a you movie. Can live, and you can be. Yeah, I mean, all the Avengers movies are made there. Uh, HB, Turner is based there. Turner is uh, TNT, HBO, that's right. uh, uh, TBS, uh, mm-hmm. Cartoon Network, AMC. So you have Walking Dead filming there. I know people who who make a career as an actor and a voice actor and a comedian living in, in Atlanta. Wow! Mm-hmm. And it's a much easier place to live than LA. So mm-hmm. I'm really rooting for them as well. I grew up there, but uh, I just. I'm happy to see. I just want to have options. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. Because really. L.A. and New York are really a really a rough place to raise a family. And I, I yes. hope by the time yeah, I, I want to do that, that there's other be. places I can go. And how do you feel as a comedian about the cancel culture? <clears throat> do you, um, does that scare you? Do you change things? or? I don't think it's as big of a threat as a lot of people make it out to be. Okay. There are some real cases of people very unfairly being having a lot of things taken away from them mm-hmm. over very small infractions. But... <laughs> The people complaining about cancel culture are more annoying than actual cancel culture. Correct. And I think it's a small number of people who are actually that outraged. If you, yeah. I've turned yeah. off my Twitter and can't see my my feed anymore. Right. And, mm-hmm. and it's I'm in front of odd, hundreds of people a week, and I rarely have anyone take issue with the things I say. Right. So we're giving too much power. It's it's Twitter is just a, a yeah. It's you're giving uh, squeaky wheels a megaphone. Yeah. Right. And I don't think like everyone yeah. needs a voice. Yeah. I don't no. Think so. no. And 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 it's 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 a place that rewards. If you can't write a song or tell a joke, the next best way to get attention is screaming "ow" in a crowded yeah. room. Mm-hmm. I'm offended. Yeah. Ouch. Oh no. And then everyone yeah. turns. It's, it, I, I, you I know, agree. there's some real and and I do like seeing some some just lazy comedy writing being checked. Yeah. 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 That's, That's good fine. as well. And I also think that the more. There's also the more sensitive we feel people are. I think the more uh, more tension is loaded into these subjects, and when you can actually land that kind of joke, yeah, people Amazing. laugh harder. So yeah. I, I feel like people are like, oh, they're they're making you know edgy comedy uh, illegal. No, you're actually making it way more enjoyable. Yeah, mm-hmm. when it hits hard, and you take that risk. I think Daniel Tosh said it the best. He talks about that rape joke he did getting him in trouble. He says, Oh yeah, I say shocking shit for a living. Every now and then it blows up in my face. <laughs> right. Yeah, really. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's the that's the that's the risk reward you play. That's the gamble. Yeah. That's yeah. the dice you roll. So you got you got to take that L every every one of in a hundred times, every yeah. one in a thousand times. You yeah. get in trouble. Yeah. So you don't steer clear from material that might, or do you? No, yeah. I don't want to. I want to be yeah. I want to be honest, and I have yeah. some I have some progressive thoughts. I have some conservative conservative thoughts. Yeah. And I'd like to honestly represent both, and I'd also like to filter out both extremes for my audience. Yeah. I don't want I don't want I don't want horrible like racism deniers on one end, and I don't want people who 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 are looking at the chance to be upset at any possible infraction on yes. the other. Yeah. Yes. I think most of us are in the middle, and, and yeah. when you get off Twitter <laughs> and oh, you stay yeah. away from twenty four hour news, it's it's, uh, you might be happy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Twitter over the past 
four years has been insane. Well, you just did it to follow Donald, right? What's that? You just did it to follow. I just Trump wanted to see the laugh. crazy stuff that was being posted. Also, really, Biden's been. I think Biden's been great for comedy because, uh, or not having Trump's been great for comedy because people aren't as. You look at during the Obama administration, you could get away with saying much worse things. And during Trump, he was saying th- we comedians say horrible things as a joke because right. it's, like, it's like, here's the thing I don't believe. And it's funny when I say it because, you yes. know, I don't believe it. But <laughs> you were oh, just I hearing know. such horrible things out of Trump who, who meant it. And you're like, now people, it's not even, yeah. people think of being earnest. You know, it's, yeah. I think it's messing me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much. For thank you very much. And when are we going to when are we gonna see you? Yeah. When are you on stage? Yeah. Uh, in a few minutes. Oh, few nice. Minutes. Yeah. Oh. All right. We'll let well, you go. Yeah. Or, or again at like eight or nine. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, awesome. All right. Well, I'm Matthew signing Broussard. out. I'm signing off. I'm Chris Adams. I'm Wendy Moser. Hashtag get toasted. Stay toasted. Thank you so much. And thank you, Matthew Broussard. Uh, go see him in the movie here today in theaters right now. Woo. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was so fun.